Hi, I'm Ken Kessler, and welcome to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. If you're new to this podcast, I'd like to start by saying thanks for joining us. If you're not new, welcome back. Either way, I'm glad you're here. Now, to avoid any confusion, I want to start off by saying there won't be any music played here. This is a place for conversation. I'll talk about Christmas music and some related topics, sometimes by myself and sometimes with guests. If you're looking for music, just go to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page or on the Listen Now page. We play the best variety of Christmas music all year long. Well, except in October, when we play the best variety of Halloween music. Recently, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced their next round of nominees, and it made me think about all the current members of that institution that have recorded Christmas music. Not going to go down the rabbit hole of what current members belong or don't belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, or which nominees, for that matter. Anyway, I came across this interesting list put out by the people at Cleveland.com, where they named the top 50 Christmas songs by members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And for those who don't know, the Rock Hall is in Cleveland. This list is a year old, but I thought it might be worth talking about, adding my own two cents here and there because I just can't help myself. So as we get started, I also want to mention that there doesn't seem to be any criteria on this list other than that the performers are members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It doesn't get into sales or airplay or streams or, or anything like that. So keep in mind that this is pretty much just an opinion list and it's not right or wrong. It's just the opinion of those at cleveland.com. And this is not my attempt to dump on them or pretend that I know more or that what they said is wrong and what I say is right. But we all have opinions on lists like this. And since it's Christmas music and that's what we do here, I'm going to weigh in on it. So here goes. At number 50 on their list, Roy Orbison and Pretty Paper. Pretty Paper is a song written by Willie Nelson, first recorded by Roy in 1963. It was a top 10 hit. Willie moved on to another record label and released his own version a year later. Glenn Campbell, Randy Travis, Dolly Parton, Chris Isaac, and the Lumineers are among many others that have also recorded versions of this song. And that's how we get started. Number 49 in their list is Whitney Houston and One Wish for Christmas. This was the title track for Whitney's Christmas album, a song written and originally recorded by Freddie Jackson for his Christmas album, At Christmas. Personally, I would have picked her gospelly rocking version of Joy to the World or her beautiful version of Do You Hear What I Hear, which was on the very first very special Christmas album. At number 48, John Lee Hooker and Blues for Christmas. For many, John Lee Hooker is the blues, and most have no idea he recorded any Christmas music. For that, that alone is reason enough to have him on this list. 47, The Ventures with Sleigh Ride. While still on the charts in the 60s, The Ventures released a pretty cool Christmas album. Surf Rock takes on lots of Christmas classics, and Sleigh Ride is certainly among the best of those. They released a second Christmas album in the early 70s, but that first one really captured them at their best. And this is a good one for this list, in my humble opinion. Next is the Jackson 5 with their first appearance on this list. So don't worry, your favorite is coming up. The song at number 46 is their take on Give Love on Christmas Day. An acapella version was released in the last decade, which really highlights young Michael Jackson's vocals. Booker T and the MG's version of Jingle Bells is next on this list. This came from their fourth album, In the Christmas Spirit, 
which wound up being their highest ranking album on Billboard's album charts. And this song was the first song on side one. Terrific way to start a great Christmas album. The song at number 44 is the only Christmas song we got from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Christmas All Over Again first appeared on the second very special Christmas collection. His live version of Little Red Rooster turned up on the fifth very special Christmas collection, though that's obviously not a Christmas song. Christmas All Over Again is also turned up in movies, including Home Alone 2 and Four Christmases, and it's been covered by many artists, including the Goo Goo Dolls, Darlene Love, and John Bon Jovi. Otis Redding has a song at number 43. In 1968, Otis's record label released a posthumous Christmas single with his versions of White Christmas and Merry Christmas Baby on it. White Christmas is the song at number 43, and the other one appears later on on this list. Song at 42 is Santa Baby by Madonna, which was also on that very first very special Christmas collection. Eartha Kitt's original version of the song is not on this list, but then again, Eartha is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Madonna certainly wasn't the only one to cover this song. Recent versions have been done by Gwen Stefani, Ariana Grande, and even Michael Buble, though his was called Santa Buddy. One of the first to cover Eartha's versions was Mae West, who also did a song called Santa Come Up and See Me. That's not on this list either. Curtis Mayfield and the Impressions are at number 41 with their version of Amen, which some say isn't really a Christmas song, but the folks at Cleveland.com argue back that it is because it has the lines, see the little baby wrapped in a manger on Christmas morning. By the way, I want to periodically mention that this list that I'm talking about is from the Cleveland.com website, and it was first published in December of 2020. I'm talking about it because there's been a lot of conversation about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame recently after their announcement of this year's nominees. And with that reminder out of the way, as Casey Kasem liked to say, on with the countdown. Solomon Burke is at number 40 with Presents for Christmas. Released as Christmas Presents in 1955, it was Solomon's first single. He reissued and possibly revamped it a bit about 10 years later after he had a string of hits. In 1999, he released his only Christmas album, Christmas All Over the World, which was available briefly in a very limited release. I was actually talking to him on Twitter about getting a copy or possibly re-releasing it in 2010, but he didn't want to talk about it at the time as he was preparing to fly to Europe for a performance. Sadly, he passed away on that trip in Amsterdam just a couple days before that scheduled concert. Number 39 is Paul McCartney with Wonderful Christmas Time. Maybe I'm being picky, but the folks at Cleveland.com call it the most 80s holiday song, not by Wham. It actually came out in 1979 and always sounded very 1970s to me, but maybe that's because I remember when it came out and hearing it for the first time on the radio back then. I talked about Paul and his other Christmas music in the recent podcast about the Beatles, so I'm going to skip that here and mush on. Darlene Love, who was on this list two more times, is at number 38 with All Alone on Christmas. That was written for her and produced by Stephen Van Zant from Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band. The song debuted in Home Alone 2 and appeared again in the movie Love Actually and has been used in many other movies since. I think the biggest surprise to me on this list is the next song. At number 37, it's the Everly Brothers, with Christmas Eve Can Kill You. It definitely has the Everly Brothers' wonderful harmonies, but it's just a bummer of a song. 
I know all Christmas music doesn't have to be happy. In fact, there are plenty of songs about being alone on Christmas. Maybe it's just me. I like the Everly Brothers, and I'm not begrudging them a spot on this list, but I think their version of Deck the Halls from their 1961 Christmas album is a better choice. Bob Marley and the Wailers are at number 36 with their version of White Christmas. This is one of only two Christmas songs that I know of that Bob Marley recorded. It was released as a single in 1965 and then disappeared until it came out on a compilation album in 1999. The other Christmas song from Bob Marley is Christmas is Here, which was the flip side of the Tell Them Lord single in 1964. Christmas is Here has been reissued recently under the title Sound the Trumpet. The Staple Singers are at number 35 with Who Took the Mary Out of Christmas, a song that isn't on their early 60s album, the 25th of December. Who Took the Mary Out of Christmas was a single that came out in the early 70s. And personally, I prefer their version of Joy to the World on that earlier album. But I must admit, it is nice to hear Mavis Staples on Who Took the Mary Out of Christmas, especially in the latter half of the song when it really gets going. Stevie Wonder's first appearance on this list is here at number 34 with Someday at Christmas, the title track from his 1967 Christmas album. There are lots of great originals and covers on this record. But I think my favorite was one of the songs that didn't make it the first time around and was added on when it was reissued about 20 years ago. Everyone's a kid at Christmas time. Not to take anything away from this song, it's just a personal preference, which really is what this list and most other similar best Christmas song lists are anyway. Lots of artists have covered Someday at Christmas over the years, including Justin Bieber, Rascal Flatts, and Diana Ross. Louis Armstrong and Cool Yule are number 33, and this is probably my favorite Louis Armstrong Christmas song. He does appear again later in this list with another of my favorites. Cool Yule has been covered by many artists, including Bette Midler, Brian Setzer, and most recently, Brett Eldridge. Elton John's Step Into Christmas is number 32. Elton hasn't released a lot of Christmas music in his amazing career. There was this single in 1973 with the flip side, Ho, 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 Who'd Want to Be a Turkey at Christmas? For fans, there are a couple instrumentals from Elton that are worth noting. On the 40th edition of his Goodbye Yellow Brick Road album, there are concert performances from a 1973 appearance at Hammersmith Odeon, and that includes a brief instrumental of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's a little over a minute long. In 2016, during a performance at the MEO Arena, which I believe is in Portugal, Elton treated fans to an eight-minute instrumental introduction to Rocket Man. This included Jingle Bells and We Wish You a Merry Christmas. And there's a video of it on Elton's YouTube channel. Elton has done several Christmas duets. He did one with Rosie O'Donnell on White Christmas, with Joss Stone on Calling It Christmas, and just this past December with Ed Sheeran on Merry Christmas. Oh, also last month, Step Into Christmas was certified double platinum. The song at number 31 is I Want to Come Home for Christmas by Marvin Gaye. While it was recorded in 1972, it wasn't released until 1990, almost six years after his death. He also recorded a version of the Christmas song, but this original is the real standout. Aretha Franklin and Kissin' by the Mistletoe are next. This was a 1963 single, which she followed up the next year with Winter Wonderland, which had her version of the Christmas song on the flip side. She also did a version of Oh Christmas Tree for the second Very Special Christmas Collection, and then she finally got around to making her own Christmas album in 2007. Kissing by the Mistletoe is a very fun holiday song, and it seems right at home on this list. 
The song at 29 is Christmas Ain't Christmas by the OJs. While the OJs recorded two Christmas albums, one in 1991, the other in 2010, this single, was, which was first released in 1969, is definitely the standout. Their label thought so, too, since they released it again in 1970, 1973, 1975, and 1979. The Eagles and their cover of Please Come Home for Christmas is number 28. While many have covered it before and since, the Eagles version has the distinction of being the first Christmas single to break the top 20 on Billboard singles charts since Roy Orbison's Pretty Paper in 1963. Ike and Tina Turner are at number 27 with their version of Merry Christmas, Baby. This was the B-side of a 1964 single, which didn't do much as it was still another year before their songs started climbing the charts. On her own, Tina hasn't recorded or at least hasn't released any Christmas music. And there have been plenty of people who have covered Merry Christmas, Baby. And we're going to see some of those in the rest of this list. Bobby Darren's Christmas Old Lang Syne is next on the list. Bobby Darren's Christmas album came out in 1960, and Christmas Old Lang Syne is one of the few, if not the only, secular songs on there. That's not a judgment, not at all. I think Bobby's versions of Silent Night and Oh Come All Ye Faithful are wonderful. Christmas Old Lang Syne was the only single, and it was only released once, as opposed to the way many others get re-released year after year. Gloria Estefan did a pretty good cover of this on her Christmas album in the early 90s, but I don't tell Gloria, but I like Bobby's version better. Here's another reminder that this is not a Sounds of Christmas list. It comes from Cleveland.com in an article they published in December of 2020 called The 50 Greatest Christmas Songs by Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. I found it interesting and thought I'd talk about it because there's been a lot of conversation about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame recently after their announcement of this year's nominees. This is not a hit piece. Cleveland.com's list is opinion. The only criteria they seem to use is that the artists were in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't agree with all their choices. They might not agree with mine, and you may not agree with either of us. And all of that is fine, really. Lists like this are about preference, and music touches us all in different ways, and we all have different reactions. I'm not calling them out on any of their choices or trying to say that they're wrong and my changes to their lists are better. Also, this is not about the Rock Hall itself and those that they choose to nominate and induct or those that they don't choose to nominate and induct. That's an argument playing out on lots of other podcasts and plenty of social media posts. And this list from Cleveland.com is the only thing that makes any of it have to do with Christmas music, which is what the Sounds of Christmas podcast is all about. One other thing, since this list was originally published in 2020, that means none of the inductees from last year were considered for it. That includes the Foo Fighters, the Go-Go's, and Carole King, who have Christmas music that may or may not turn up on a future updated list like this one. Anyway, back to the countdown. Darlene Love is back at number 25 for the second of her three appearances on this list. This time, it's for Marshmallow World from Phil Spector's Christmas album in the early 60s. Darlene was credited with four songs on that album more than any other artist. Listening to songs like this one can give you an idea of why. Otis Redding is back at number 24 with his second appearance on this list and his only other Christmas song, Merry Christmas Baby. As I mentioned earlier, his Christmas single, which featured this song and his take on White Christmas, was released for the first Christmas season after he passed away in 1968. Bruce Springsteen's Santa Claus is Coming to Town is next on this list. This was one of those rare Christmas songs that 
for many years was only sent to radio stations, which meant you could only hear it when they chose to slip it into their regular playlist, which is how most radio stations aired Christmas music back then before they started going all Christmas in the 1990s. Bruce and his band recorded this in concert in December of 1975, and rock radio started playing it the following year. It was first released to the public on an album to benefit the children's television workshop called In Harmony 2, the second of two albums for this charity made up of popular singers and bands performing songs for children. Some of the artists on these albums besides Bruce were the Doobie Brothers, Billy Joel, and Carly Simon. Bruce's track was the only Christmas song. Both In Harmony Records, which were released in 1980 and 1981, won Grammys for Best Recording for Children. Bruce's version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town wasn't available again until it turned up as the flip side to his My Hometown single in 1985. Bruce has a couple other Christmas songs, Merry Christmas Baby from the first very special Christmas collection, and his take on Blue Christmas, which was on the Blu-ray and DVD for The Promise, The Making of the Darkness on the Edge of Town. Bruce also has a video of the performance on his YouTube channel. I know that was a lot for one particular entry on this list, but this song is special to the sounds of Christmas as it marked the beginning of my interest in or possibly my obsession with Christmas music. And since I've talked about that before in other podcasts, I'll move on now to the next song on the list. Stevie Wonder is back on this list again, this time at number 22 with What Christmas Means to Me. It's hard to sit still when this one's playing, and it's understandable why so many have started covering it. Pentatonix, John Legend, and Straight No Chaser have all recorded versions of it in the last few years. And in the last 10 or 15 years, we've gotten versions from Michael McDonald, Train, and The Empty Pockets. And a few years before all of those, there was even a cover from Mary-Kate and Ashley. John Lennon's Happy Christmas War is Over is next at number 21. It took a while before artists started recording covers of this one. And believe it or not, one of the first to do it was Andy Williams. Neil Diamond, The Alarm, Diana Ross, and Melissa Etheridge followed shortly after that. And then lots of other artists joined in, including Josh Groban, The Fray, and Sarah McLaughlin. It occurs to me that with many of the songs I've been talking about, I've made a point of mentioning cover versions of the song. That's not by accident or as filler for lack of anything else to say. I think it speaks volumes about the artist and the song when lots of other artists decide to record their versions of any particular tune. And I think that really underscores the song's placement on this list. It's also the case with the song at number 20, The Beach Boys' Little Saint Nick. There are at least three slightly different versions of the Beach Boys song with changes in dubbing and changes in backing tracks. It was released as a single a year before the Beach Boys Christmas album came out, and it went to number three in Billboard's special seasonal chart. It continues to show up on Billboard's holiday charts even as recently as this past December. Not only has it been covered in recent years by 98 Degrees, The Good Lovelies, and She and Him, but it's turned up on Mike Love's solo Christmas album just a few years ago, and it also turned up on Brian Wilson's solo Christmas album back in 2005. Bill Spector's Christmas album marks another spot on this list with the Ronettes and their version of Sleigh Ride at number 19. One of Ronnie Spector's last posts on social media was about this song. It had entered Billboard's top 10 for the very first time, and she posted, Wow, we are finally back in the top 10 after 58 years. Did you miss us? Just to be clear, this was on Billboard's singles chart, not just the holiday music chart. So it was higher on the chart than new singles from The Weeknd and Ed Sheeran. 
James Brown's iconic Santa Claus Go Straight to the Ghetto is next. James put out a lot of Christmas music over the years, and I think Signs of Christmas or Soulful Christmas would also be right at home on this list. Anthony Hamilton, Fantasia, and Snoop Dogg have all covered this one, though there aren't a lot of covers of any of James Brown's songs, which I think says something about his uniqueness. He inspired many, but he's almost impossible to duplicate. Louis Armstrong makes his second appearance on this list with Christmas in New Orleans, and really, that's a song that is so fitting for him. I think it's a perfect representation. Edwin McCain, Lucinda Williams, and Joan Osborne have all covered this one recently, and Alan Toussaint did a terrific version about 25 years ago. Prince makes his only appearance on this list at the next spot with his only Christmas song, Another Lonely Christmas. This is a really long and depressing song, and it really has little to do with Christmas. I think the people at Cleveland.com wanted to include him because he's Prince, and it is their list. And don't get me wrong, I love Prince. But I think as far as being one of the greatest Christmas songs by Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, I just think it missed the mark. It's not about Christmas at all, and it takes place the day after, and it's about memories from years ago that also have nothing to do with Christmas. I'm probably going to catch a little flack for this, but I just don't think it belongs on a list like this. That brings us to Mahalia Jackson at number 15 with her version of Go Tell It on the Mountain. This one will give you goosebumps. It was on her first Christmas album in 1962, and like so many of her songs, it's powerful enough to make you cheer and to make you cry. She had another Christmas album a few years later with more secular songs like White Christmas and Silver Bells, but it's the real gospel-y songs like this one that were something special. The song at number 14 is the Jackson 5 song you were probably expecting. Their version of Santa Claus is coming to town. With this one, they were able to take a popular Christmas song and really make it their own while still managing to capture the fun and magic that we all know and love. The next song is the real rock and roll song on this list, or perhaps it's the most rock and roll song on this list, The Kinks and Father Christmas. It's their only Christmas song, and the guitar riffs are incredible. It's been covered in recent years by Cheap Trick, Chris Jericho, and Bowling for Soup, and Green Day have been known to play it in concert. Marvin Gaye marks another appearance on the list at number 12 with Purple Snowflakes. This was another Christmas song from him that was released years after his death. It was recorded in the early 60s, but got shelved, and parts of it were used for the song Pretty Little Baby. John Legend, Swing Out Sister, and Leon Bridges have all covered it recently. The Temptations make their only appearance on this list at number 11 with their version of Silent Night. This is a tough song for artists to cover and do well, let alone make it their own. Dr. John and Elvin Bishop both did pretty cool New Orleans-flavored versions, but the Temptations capture the beauty of the song while still delivering it in their own very unique style. Elvis Presley follows with his only appearance on this list, which I find a little odd. Here Comes Santa Claus and Santa Bring My Baby Back to Me both strike me as legitimate candidates for placement here, but his only spot is given to Blue Christmas. That is arguably his most well-known Christmas song and certainly his most played on traditional radio. And when you think of Elvis and Christmas music, this is probably the song you think of, or at least the one you think of first. The number nine song is Christmas in Hollis from Run DMC, another track from that first very special Christmas collection. This one has grown a lot in popularity over the last 10 to 15 years, getting a lot more attention than it did when it first came out. And as you can probably guess, 
there haven't been a lot of covers of it, probably due to both the nature of the song and the style of this group. Both would be hard for another band to copy. The Ramones' Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight is number eight, and it's a real rock song, as was the Kinks. Little Steven, Bowling for Soup, and Smash Mouth have all covered it, and Joey Ramone even recorded a very stripped-down version on his own, released in 2002, a dozen or so years after the original. Brenda Lee's Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree is at number seven. She was the first to record this song back in 1958 when she was 14 or 15 years old. It's the Christmas song everyone thinks of when you think of Brenda Lee, even though she recorded her own Christmas album in 1964. Hundreds of covers have been recorded, from the Partridge family to Eddie Rabbit to Davy Jones to Cindy Lauper. And Brett Young, Megan Trainer, and Kelly Clarkson all gave us versions just this past Christmas. Number six is 2,000 Miles from The Pretenders, their only appearance on this list. Personally, I think their version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas from the first Very Special Christmas collection belongs here instead, especially since Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is one of the few Christmas songs that does not appear at all on this list. Another great Christmas song they did is called Happy Christmas. It's not the John Lennon song. It's an original, and it was only on the CD single of a special version of 2000 Miles that came out in the 90s. At number five, the Drifters and their version of White Christmas. It's a very cool, bouncy R&B take on the song, and it got a second life after Macaulay Culkin lip-synced to it in Home Alone. Lots of singers and bands have copied the Drifter style on this, including Michael Buble and Shania Twain about 10 years ago. And Imagine Dragons, who first released it on social media a few years back as just a fun video, put the full version on their YouTube channel just over a year ago. Nat King Cole and the Christmas Song are number four. Not only have lots of people covered this song, but recently singers and bands have mentioned Nat King Cole in their own original Christmas songs, like Amy Grant in A Christmas to Remember, Jamie Cullum in The Piano Man at Christmas, and Katy Perry in Cozy Little Christmas. The song at number three is River from Joni Mitchell. It was on her 1971 album, Blue. While it's been covered by hundreds of artists, almost all of those covers came about after the song was used in an episode of 30-something in the mid-80s. Hart, Travis, and Barry Manilow have covered it, and Robert Downey Jr. even covered it for a Christmas episode of Ally McBeal. Darren Chris, Carla Bonoff, and Sam Smith are some of the singers that have recorded it in just the last few years. Chuck Berry makes his only appearance on this list at number two with Run Rudolph Run. It was first released as a single in 1958. It only made it to number 69 in the charts back when it was first released, but it regularly shows up now in the top 10. It's been covered recently by the Foo Fighters, Aerosmith guitarist Joe Perry, and Nora Jones. One of the versions I think that should also be on this list is the cover by Rolling Stones guitarist Keith Richards. And the song that was picked as the number one Christmas song from Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, it's Darlene Love and Christmas Baby Please Come Home. This was another track Darlene recorded for the Phil Spector Christmas album, and it's a song she had performed almost 30 times on David Letterman's show. He asked her to come back every December, usually on the last show they did just before Christmas. It charted for the first time in 2018, over 50 years after its original release. It's been covered by Mariah Carey, U2, John Bon Jovi, Death Cab for Cutie, Cher, Jars of Clay, Luke McMaster, Leona Lewis, The Mavericks, Idina Menzel, Robbie Williams, and The Offspring, just to name a few. 
And that's the end of Cleveland.com's list. So what's missing? What songs from members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame didn't make the cut for whatever reason? Before I get to my picks, I would like to say that when they compiled this list, they actually had 75 songs and they whittled that down to 50. So it's possible that some of what I'm about to suggest was originally on their larger lists. First, Charles Brown in his version of Merry Christmas Baby. He may not have written it, but he was one of the first to record it. And every version of that song that I've ever heard borrows heavily from his. B.B. King, Christmas Celebration. That was the name of the Christmas album he released some 20 years ago. But first, it was a single that he released in 1964. And while it may not be one of the most famous Christmas songs, there is no mistaking who's performing it when you hear it. Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, Christmas Every Day. A great song performed so well by this group, and Motown liked it so much that they also had the Temptations record a version. Smokey liked it so much that he recorded a new version for his solo Christmas album a few years ago. The Four Seasons with either White Christmas or I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Both of these songs have such perfect examples of the Four Seasons vocals and harmonizing, not to mention those awesome high notes. Wilson Pickett, Silver Bells. Another terrific example of a singer taking a popular Christmas song and completely making it their own while keeping the essence, the magic of the song intact. Johnny Cash, Little Drummer Boy, or Christmas With You with June Carter Cash. Johnny's rich voice belongs on this list, and both of these are great examples of the man in black at Christmas time. Jimi Hendrix, Silent Night, Old Lang Syne. Talk about iconic. Listening to this song for just a few minutes removes any doubt as to the identity of the performer. Etta James, this time of year, from Etta's only Christmas album, was her 22nd LP, which came out late in her career, released in 1998. Still, it found Etta at the top of her game, and fans loved it enough to get it to the top five on the blues album chart. The band, Christmas Must Be Tonight. The only Christmas song from the band, a song Robbie Robertson wrote and Rick Danko sang on the final studio album with the original lineup. It was the last album for one record label so that they could release the soundtrack to the last waltz on another label. And that album was made up mostly of previously unreleased songs. Rick Danko has performed his version of the song live and two different performances were recorded for live albums. Robbie Robertson also recorded a solo version, which was on the soundtrack to the Bill Murray movie Scrooged. It has also been covered by My Morning Jacket, Kenny Wayne Shepherd, and Hall & Oates. Speaking of Hall & Oates, their version of Jingle Bell Rock should be here too. Not just because there is no version of that song on this list, though that's not a bad reason, but year after year, Hall & Oates' version of this song is one of the most played Christmas songs on traditional radio stations. And that's been the case since it was released in 1983. They re-recorded it for their Christmas album in 2006, but that first version is the one that everyone seems to really love. Bobby Helms' version was first in 1957, and his is the most well-known and most played, but Bobby isn't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. David Bowie and Bing Crosby's duet on Little Drummer Boy, Peace on Earth, should also be here. Bing's not in the Rock Hall, of course, but Bowie is. The song was recorded in 1977 and featured on what turned out to be Bing's last Christmas special that December. It didn't get released as a single for another five years and became a top 10 single in three countries after that. It continues to show up on the charts. 
hitting number two in Canada in 2001, going all the way to number one in Scotland in 2008. Single proved to be one of Bowie's fastest selling singles, having sales over a quarter million within its first month and being certified silver one month after its release. It has gone on to double that, making it one of Bowie's most successful singles ever. And VH1 named it one of the greatest rock and roll moments on TV. Bob Seeger and The Last Heard, Socket to Me Santa, a 1966 single that predates Seeger's work with the Silver Bullet Band or even with the Bob Seeger system. In fact, it was only the fifth single he'd released at all, the second with The Last Heard. It's been covered by Marshall Crenshaw and the heavy metal band Helix and, believe it or not, Derek Hoff from Dancing with the Stars. John Mellencamp, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, another track from the very first very special Christmas album, and another example of an artist making a Christmas song their own. I personally prefer his other Christmas song, Teddy's song, When Christmas Comes, which isn't nearly as well known, but his version of I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus is very indicative of his style, and it's also another song that didn't make Cleveland.com's list at all. Heart, Here is Christmas. Originally, this was a single credited to Anne and Nancy Wilson, came out in 1989, turned up again in the 90s on their Christmas album, which was issued under the band name The Lovemongers, a side project for Anne and Nancy. And there are many theories and rumors about why it was a side project, but that's for another podcast. The Lovemongers Christmas album was re-released a couple years later, around 2002, as Heart Presents a Lovemongers Christmas. I'm going to wrap this up with a pair of songs that were fan club singles, and only one of them has actually been released publicly, and that was recent. The first is R.E.M.'s version of Slade's classic, Merry Christmas, Everybody. R.E.M. sent fan club singles out every December from 1988 to 2010. Not all of them were Christmas songs. Some were other kinds of covers, and some were live performances. This particular track rocks and really captures their sound. It's my favorite of their fan club singles with their version of Christmas Baby, Please Come Home, a close second. And finally, Pearl Jam, Someday at Christmas. Pearl Jam sent out fan club singles from 1991 through 2020, and most of those were covers and live performances, but a handful were Christmas songs. Many of them, if not all, were released digitally in 2019. Their version of Someday at Christmas begins and ends with a white Christmas guitar riff and has driving drums throughout, making it much more upbeat than what you usually hear in other covers of this song. All of this stuff is very subjective. Even though I may have years of experience running an online Christmas music station and even more years spent listening, buying, and loving Christmas music, the truth is that my opinion of what makes a great Christmas song is no more valid or important than the folks at Cleveland.com or yours. Thanks so much for listening, helping me share some Christmas spirit and for helping this podcast continue to grow. Since you're listening to this now, you've obviously found us somewhere, but if there's another site you like to use for podcasts, check out our podcast page on our website for the complete list of everywhere you can listen to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. And the website is soundsofchristmas.com. Then just click on the podcast tab. For the Sounds of Christmas station, to listen to the music, you'll need to stick with our website or our app in the Google Play Store. If you have comments or suggestions, feel free to reach out to me on social media or through our website. Thanks again. And may you always believe in Santa Claus.